0: Oh, hello there. It's the titular Matt Stewart letting you know that I'm going to be in Sydney, Australia, and then Brisbane, Australia, doing uh, short runs of my show, Dryer Dryer. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May. Hey, but also, you might not know this, I'm doing a live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart in Sydney on the 13th of May and in Brisbane on the 14th of May. Holy moly, am I looking forward to these shows uh, please get tickets for all of these now. If you use the discount code, do go on. That might work. I'm not sure, but worth a try. Really hope to see you there, um, Sydney especially. Please come along. Brisbane also, though you're buying tickets earlier, better. Sydney lift, please. All right, I'll see you soon. Now on with the show.
3: The crowd loves you tonight, man Wow well, you're on fire That's
0: oh, What a beautiful introduction, thank you so much <laughs> Welcome everyone to Who Knew It With Matt Stewart The show where the guests write the wrong answers I'm the titular Matt Stewart And this week I'm joined by a second banana and scorekeeper At Sanspants Pants Radio's biggest brain with the gentlest energy Welcome Cass Page <laughs> Woo! Woo!
4: Big brain smooth. Oh, you could hold it, it would wobble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Cass, our first contestant this week is Sans Pants Radio's most handsome man. He's got brains, sure, but he's known for his brawn. It's Adam Carnivale. Eh? Yes! 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 You're a muscle-bound freak, my dude.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our second contestant is also from Sans Pants Radio. It's Jackson Bailey. Yeah!
1: Woo!
0: No notable
4: trace. <laughs> <laughs> your feet are in love.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was, I was
3: the I thinking the same thing. We're
2: foot five and we're foot five. <laughs> the
1: this
3: lowest one. You think you can break this bond with your trivia show? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you try. New
4: challenge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, cast By the end of the night, we're going to try and break this bond, but we're going to do it with trivia. Okay. You so give me
2: a point, I'll break the bond. <laughs> Jeez, I one knew it was
3: point. going to be that easy.
0: <laughs> okay, so for people who I'll don't understand the game, does anyone here in the audience not know what's going on? <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that must have all been very baffling, <laughs> even for the people who understood what was going on. Um, I'll explain to you and to Jackson and Adam, this is how the game works. I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one. Then they guess which one they think is correct. Okay, are we right. ready to play? Yeah, I'm yes. across it. Let's do it. I feel like we've lost the audience. Um, no, there
1: you here. Do you right. remember
0: how hot they were before? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, as crap. They're, they're still hot.
3: They're still hot.
0: Yeah. Woo! They're always simmering. They're always <laughs> simmering. Felt, they dropped off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were real hot on the top of a cliff. Uh, <laughs> and now they are fallen to their grisly deaths. But, um... Oh. Um... We're at the retreat. Yeah. (laughs) What a great pub. I've been on this stage before, but uh, never when I've been allowed to be. Um, (laughs) So it feels cool. (laughs) Here is your first question. All right, Jackson, please don't look at my screen. I'm
3: not. I'm I'm not. (laughs) Look at me instead. Okay. Staring in my eyes.
2: I am.
0: The first question comes from listener Caroline Ruck from Collingswood in New Jersey. And the question...
2: Go on, Matt. <laughs> we got our own thing going on here. You, we got a side bet.
0: Jackson and Adam. For listeners at home, assuming this does make it out publicly, <laughs> are, uh, they're still foot five but yeah. they're also locking eyes. Who now. pulled away first? Only lips. He blinked. To go. I blinked. I blinked. Point to Adam. Yeah. All right. So here's the question. <laughs> Damn. What is a beematist? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Geez, I I reckon Adam Adam knows what that
3: is. Maybe he knows.
0: The way he sort of made that um, that sort of exhaling sound was a very arrogant exhale. (laughs) Never seen a man get rid of breath in such an arrogant way.
2: Huffy. If if I have never seemed so high to you, I
0: cannot wait to fall so low. (laughs) All right. uh, While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point. If your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant. And another point, if you correctly guess the answer. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. Oh, got, got, some ha- yeah. got some house fans People in tonight. love the house, that's what they say. I've done a few live shows of this, and the house has never got love before. <laughs> this feels great. I love the retreat hotel. Yeah. Great uh, So I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question. And I get a point for each one of those that a guest uh, chooses as well. So each of us can score up to two points per round. Seems fair, but apparently the probability favours me, the house. Uh, <laughs> okay. And the house always wins. <laughs> Unless you've uh, listened to previous episodes, you'll know that is not the case. <laughs> anyway, our questions uh, come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com. The audience came in tonight for free, but they don't leave free. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh my God, We'll sorry. hand
0: the... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Jackson just okay for the listeners who can't see can't see what's happening.
3: <laughs> At least nothing's smashed.
0: There's a little table in between the four of us. Yeah, Jackson just,
3: <laughs> just threw just, his leg. I'm out. getting rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> not gonna, but then ca- well, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't intend <laughs> to kick the table. Where one question? <laughs> I was in. trying
4: to tell you, you need to send the answers to me. Oh,
0: I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> So Cass was trying to help you, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how did you repay her? You're kicking a
3: beer into my face. I kicked a beer into your face. I'm so sorry, Cass.
2: So do I get another point, or does Jack lose a point
0: for this? Come on, Cass. no,
4: no I laughed. He gets one. Ah. Yes.
0: <laughs> there we go. I've said. I've said. I don't now. know I've if you're now. encouraging the right kind of behaviour there. I'm Cass. so scared
3: now that I'm going to do it again. I mean, there's less to spill this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've got the funny feeling this uh, episode is going in the bin. But
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so here is question number one. What is a beematist? Five options. An expert in gymnastics? An ancient Egyptian or Greek person who was trained to measure distances by counting their steps? Someone who has won a British Empire Medal? Like a person who makes glass implements for medical purposes? Or a professor of arithmetic who is also a B. <laughs> four. Difficult decision there. Yeah. So you got five good and possible options there to choose from. Do you need to hear them again? Or you... Yeah, can
2: I hear them one more time? Yeah. Uh, first four. I...
1: <laughs>
0: so they've got an expert in gymnastics, mm-hmm. an ancient Egyptian or Greek person who was trained to measure distances by counting their steps. Someone who has won a British Empire Medal, uh, a person who makes glass implements for medical purposes, or a professor of arithmetics who is also a B.
3: Okay.
2: I'm guessing the the British Medal winner. I okay. was thinking that too. Can I guess the same as Adam? You can guess the same. Okay. What's your logic <laughs> gotcha. there. Gotcha. <laughs>
3: I don't know, it just sounded the most real.
2: Okay. I was weighing up was between fe- that or the person measuring distances, but I feel like the the British metal thing is so left of field, it wouldn't even have been an <laughs> incorrect, like, <laughs> made-up
3: thing. I but- see, because I feel like the measuring distances one was too long to be real. That was my <laughs> thing.
2: Ah. sounded fake Real things me. are never long.
1: No, real things <laughs> are never that long. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's exactly... There right. are no long things. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. But you wouldn't have... The real answer be so obviously different from the rest of the answers. What do you mean? <laughs> None of
0: them are similar. No, that one's so long. That's what I mean. It stands <laughs> out, which is suspicious. But you've also made two of them up. So how would how would that have even
3: come <laughs> I into don't think I had time to write down one that okay, long. Okay, we had a bit. You know what?
0: Let's go. <laughs> All right, here uh, who wrote the answers. An expert in gymnastics, that was written by Adam Carnevale. Oh, I see, okay. Mm-hmm. A professor of arithmetics who is also a B, that was written by the house. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> Big house fans. <laughs> in I am loving they this. They love the house. People love the house. Uh, a person who ma- and I'll read it as written, like a person who makes glass implements for medical purposes. Classic Oxford Dictionary language there. That was written by Jackson.
3: Do I have to start editing them? Well, because no, here's the thing: I sent a really bad example. I tell you, here's what happens, okay? Because I sent a medical glass blower to Matt. And then I was like, "That's an in- that sounds insane. And then I was like, like a person who makes glass implements for medical purposes. And, you and thought- then I kicked the table. Oh. <laughs> and in kicking the table, I found out he needed to send it to you. So with the clock ticking,
2: gotcha.
1: I just sent you the most...
3: Yeah, that's, uh, that's
2: Jeez, how
0: it that that, happened. I, honestly, that would have been a long answer if Oliver got through. <laughs> um, all I
2: need to do to sabotage your answers then is to get you to keep kicking oh, the table. Yeah.
3: That's not hard.
0: So, I hate that table. <laughs> so that means there's... It's either the long one or the one you both picked, and unfortunately for you, it is the long one. The correct answer <laughs> is an ancient Egyptian or Greek s- person who was trained to measure distances by counting their steps. I made such a song and dance. You did about how that was. What a fuss! Really kicked
4: <laughs> up a fuss. <laughs> Someone... It was very sweet that you both sent through the exact same. You just both texted me British Empire medal. <laughs> 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 exact same message from both
1: of you. <laughs>
0: Felt pressed for time. <laughs> uh, but no, the British Empire medal—that one was written by the House. Damn it! Woo! Yeah, so, yeah, the,
3: yeah house, the House the
0: house. the house. So Caroline Ruck from Collingswood wrote that one. Oh, yeah. So that's two points for the House. yes
4: <laughs> oh.
0: uh, If you want to give us a quick, uh, quick score update after one round. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh oh.
4: <laughs> round one. Yeah. On the bottom, Adam and Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> On one point each, but they've, they've been cheeky points. I've yeah, given them because yeah. I, I, like, I like the cut of your jibs. Yeah. And then houses on two?
1: Four. <laughs> Even if Gotta you put your heads together. And I'm yeah. yeah. um,
0: bringing them on tour. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to lose to someone who's not technically competing. <laughs> Question two comes from Siraj Pierce from Mooney Ponds. You in tonight, Siraj? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't think you can say no if you're here. <laughs> Uh, Siraj's question is, what did Sonia Thomas, a.k.a. the Black Widow, gain fame for in 2011? What did Sonia Thomas, a.k.a. the Black Widow, gain fame for in 2011? While you're writing your answers, uh, Cass, let me tell you a bit more information on the word beematist. I'd love to know. Feel free. This is very dry stuff. Feel free to make it interesting.
4: (laughs) I'll wet it as I see fit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're the other person to go to. <laughs> so according to our question writer, Caroline, Greek scholar Eratosthenes, I've, I've written it down phonetically, I believe that's close. <laughs> Greek scholar Eratosthenes, with the, I said it differently both times. I admit that. <laughs> Cummy I'm bases, the first it's good. to admit that. Anyway, whoever that was, um, with the help of a beematist, was able to calculate the approximate circumference of the earth in about 240 B.C., isn't that freaking ridiculous?
4: Whoa. You'd have to have such a, a certain
3: step. What did yeah. they do with the information? I put it in a book. <laughs> I mean?
2: Didn't they use... It's like a well is part of how they figured out or something like that. Really? How, yeah. would, you, how would you have done it? <laughs> how would you figure out? The I don't even know what the, the
3: profession's called, dude. You think I can <laughs> figure it out? I think it's easy. You just need to look a at A really long measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> something to do with where the sun is and where a mountain is at the same time? <laughs> That's a start. Uh, how how would no? How would that help you? Well, I know if I know where the sun is and I know where the mountain is.
4: You'd, how how do you know where the sun is? <laughs> the
3: sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sun's up, mountains there. Earth's got to be yay big. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well, I'd have a team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would it just be me? Uh th- Much like you, Jackson, Eratosthenes is is also known as the father of geography. Just like me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mine's for a different reason though. Uh, (laughs) Far more sinister (laughs) reason.
0: So we're ready to go for question number two. All the answers are in. Question is what did Sonia Thomas, aka the Black Widow, gain fame for in twenty eleven? Here are your five options. When her 11th husband died, she claimed the Guinness record for outliving the most spouses in a lifetime.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like we're all, there's a lot on a similar... Anyway. Um, <laughs> Everyone second. kind of ran with those two words, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Option two, killing her six-year-old husband on their luxury yacht. Six-year-old, old 60 oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that's all right.
4: Never then. mind, then. <laughs> As you will. Well,
0: uh, honestly, six is quite old for a spider. So, <laughs> uh, option three: eating forty hot dogs in ten minutes. <laughs> 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 option four:
4: <laughs> the implication that her husband's the hot dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Option four <laughs> uh, Killing her husband with spider poison oh, okay Or finally Killing and eating her partner after having sex She became notorious for her gruesome mating habits Powerful venom And having, <laughs> and having eight legs
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Approximately six more than the average human <laughs> Now that one's quite long, Jackie That is quite long <laughs> Yeah <is> quite long.
3: <laughs> Okay
0: so, yeah, there is a so we've got four <laughs> dead husbands and <laughs> One hot, <dogs>. hot dog <laughs> yeah. Extravagant. We don't know what this guy's name is. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do you need to hear them again? Yeah, let's get uh, one more yeah, time. Yeah, one, yeah, one more, more time. time. So we've got the woman who outlived 11 husbands, getting okay. the Guinness record. Someone who killed her six-year-old husband on their luxury yacht. we got eating 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Killing her husband with spider poison or the... Woman was a, who was a spider?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does the Guinness
0: Book of Records do murder once?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> surely you can't. Surely you'd have not. to prove it was a murder
2: first. <laughs> I reckon they I reckon at a certain point they started running out they of might, records. They
0: might do murder once. I'm gonna pick but the first it nice one. It doesn't say murder though. It says. She's says husband, killing her husband. Her 11th husband Outlived. died. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, I, picked, I think that
3: one. That's my choice.
2: Such a funny thing to send out the Guinness <laughs> official record keeper. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, this husband not technically dead yet. We can't give you the award. <laughs> nice
1: try. Uh, the
4: husband actually has to be dead for three minutes before we're allowed to call him.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say killing on the yacht. Killing on the yacht. No worries. All right. Well, let's go <sighs> through who wrote the answers. The one where it was the woman was a spider. That was the house. What?
3: <laughs> crazy! <No> uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> People, still... People love the house. People
3: love the house.
0: <laughs> it's been a beautiful flip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's a, what do you call in wrestling? This would be a uh, heel face flip. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Which is what you did before to cast. That's. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 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 uh, Uh, Killing her husband with spider poison—that was Adam, kind of our way. Should have been more
3: specific with the poison. That's why I was suspicious. I was like, they wouldn't just call it spider poison. (laughs) Also, it's spider venom. No. Oh yeah, no, it wouldn't. Yes, I'm getting claps. I'm getting one clap, but I'll take it.
2: If if it's normally venom, if you eat the
3: spider, it's poison. But if you but you poison a meal, yeah, with then because it's eat. (laughs) Yeah, so if the meal bit you, it would be
2: venomous. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think the implication there necessarily was that.
0: She killed a... W- oh, uh, you know what? It should have been longer. It should have been longer. He's right. Should have gone longer. Should have gone longer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had the one that Jackson picks, the 11th husband dying. That was written by the house. Uh. Uh, it's a good one. Uh-huh.
4: Wait, does that mean the hot dog one was written? <laughs>
0: it can't be. It can't be. Uh. The one that Adam picked getting a six-year-old husband on their luxury... That was written by Jackson. Oh, yeah! Oh, I forgot (laughs) you had one! so sweet it is! (laughs) So the correct answer was (laughs) eating 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes. What?
3: (laughs) Why did they call her the... (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) How did that give her the
3: nickname? Or did she just have it separately? I'll
0: I'll explain (laughs) in a second. But Cass, that means one point for the house... One point for Jackson. Yes. There we go. And uh, if you need this made clear, no points for Adam. (laughs) (laughs) It's always worth reiterating. I don't think
2: we need to reiterate.
4: (laughs) Hover my finger over Adam. Do not click.
0: (laughs) Question three comes from Paula in LA. Okay. The question is, what noteworthy event was Napoleon Bonaparte involved in in July of 1807? Okay. Napoleon Bonaparte was involved in noteworthy. some sort of noteworthy. I mean, and that's very loose, of course, on this game, what means noteworthy. But something he was involved in in July 1807. While you're writing your answers, keep one ear on this, Jackson.
1: <laughs> I'd love to see it bleed into your next answer. Hot dogs. <laughs>
0: so here's a bit more information about Sonia Thomas. Known as the Black Widow and also her, her other nickname's fantastic, the leader of the Four Horsemen of the Esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh. laughs> uh, so, Sonia Thomas is a competitive eater from Alexandria in Virginia. Her nickname, The Black Widow, refers to her ability to regularly defeat men four to five times her size.
1: Uh, she holds uh. records in
0: over 25 eating competitions. And in 2008, she set the world record for fruitcake eating in a 10-minute span. Man, that's...
4: How much cake? That's a dense cake. Heaps.
0: Yeah, she had heaps of them.
4: Oh she'll add brandy cream or?
0: It's also the grossest cake. It's easily the worst cake. And I love Christmas. <laughs> it's nothing against Christmas. It's just a fucking Their idiot. mascot sucks though. Yeah. Of all the celebratory
2: events, why go Christmas for a cake? Isn't there one that's like traditionally famous for having a cake? F-
0: a fruit cake though.
2: Oh fruit cake, I'm an idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean the score already suggests that, but uh... <laughs>
3: Oh my god! The, you the get house. a little bit of power, and you're immediately stepping <laughs> oh down. Oh my god! Boot on the, my neck. I'm so sorry for just the a house. little pile of ash on the <laughs> chair next to me.
0: <laughs> Far out. I'm so sorry about that. Um, that felt that didn't feel good. Felt I, great. Okay, <laughs> it felt fantastic. I liked it. Yeah, so she became the first champion of Nathan's hot dog eating contest for women in 2011, eating 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's amazing. She what? she earned what a the woman. inaugural pink Pepto Bismol belt and won 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs>
3: 10 grand? I could eat 40 hot dogs in 10
4: minutes. I reckon I could do it. it 40 in 10, so is that, hang on, four minutes of hot no, one minute. that Fifteen seconds a hot dog?
0: Oh, you're you're looking at the right guy. I'm no uh, I'm no arithmetic bee over here. But um, has anyone here, uh, while he quickly tabulates that, there's a very funny TV
2: show called Man vs Nature where they got the best the best. Eat competitive eater versus a bear. <laughs> the bear destroys <just> <laughs> them. It's like a plate of whatever, forty hot dogs, and the guy's like double fist and hot dogs going yeah. down real quick. The bear, one paw <laughs> in its mouth in one go, it. Roared. That's
3: awesome. But now the, that bear's like, this is a great place to get hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part was figuring out when the bear
2: was gonna start because you, the guy, he could start whenever. The bear starts when the bear starts. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know how to do that sum. <laughs> um, I did I went like at six hundred seconds divided by forty equals fifteen. But what is the fifteen? Yeah, fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds, yeah. Do you
3: reckon you could eat a hot dog in fifteen seconds? And enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? Win the award for the most hot dogs eaten and enjoy.
4: Oh. <laughs> That's what I could do. <laughs>
0: Four's a pretty good amount. (laughs) All right, here's question number three. What noteworthy event was Napoleon Bonaparte involved in in July 1807? He invented the the ice cream float. (laughs) (laughs) He ordered a crate of champagne but destroyed all the bottles when they arrived as they weren't from the Champagne region, Mm. ending up flooding his residence. He returned a second time from his forced exile in Malta. He was attacked by a herd of bunny rabbits. Okay. (laughs) Or... The first Galapagos Island tortoise to arrive in Europe. Mm. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> he was there to witness it. That's a big deal. It was what he was involved in. It would be huge
3: in. to
2: witness.
0: I don't think we're suggesting that he was the
1: tortoise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is the Galapagos Island? Thought... <laughs> Is the Galapagos Island tortoise the one that was really hard to identify because they kept eating it? Yeah, when they were that was the delicious back? one. So yeah. it would have been
3: pretty impressive if it was the first one that yeah. arrived that
2: hadn't been eaten en route. They had discovered it, but they couldn't give it a scientific name because they couldn't get it back to London because people kept eating it on the <laughs> ship back. <laughs> they come in their own giant <laughs> bowl.
3: <laughs> it's cool to think that there's still a couple of them left. Is there enough of them left that we might as well just eat them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, debatable. Um, uh, <laughs> I think he returned from his second exile in Malta. That's my choice.
0: Okay.
2: I'm guessing, and this might sound crazy, he was attacked by a herd of bunnies.
0: Okay. okay. Welcome at it for. Ooh. a
2: yeah. your answer. Talk me through. It. Well, that actually sounds. Look, I'm gonna maybe sound like a big dumb idiot again. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I heard that that was a thing that happened to Napoleon, <laughs> and you're gonna seem like a big dumb idiot because you picked my yeah. one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right, well, no spoilers. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously, now let's build up the tension. I <laughs> will <laughs> go through who wrote each one. Uh, he invented the ice cream float, that was written by The House. Okay. Woo! 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 Love The House. The champagne one, that was also written by The House. Okay. Woo! So, no, no points up for grabs for The House now. No! <laughs> 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 The first Galapagos Island tortoise to arrive in Europe, that was written by Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that... Now, get ready to find this out. (laughs) The fact that he returned a second time from his forced exile in Malta, that was written by Adam Carnivale. Shit. (gasps) Shit. So that's one point for Adam. Make that two, because it was correct. He was attacked by a herd of bunny rabbits. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was humiliating.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, I, we didn't do it last time. Can we do the full score this time?
4: Okay, so on the bottom is yeah. Jackson. That's okay. It's a good and, place to be. And gently holding feet with the house is Adam <laughs> oh I'll come back.
1: <laughs> You're
3: this is my, you come might. Back round. This You're my, my background. You're only one behind.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could pull an Adam and... <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll call it Pulling a Jackson.
0: <laughs> I don't like how quickly those got coined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one comes from Eli Fisher from Houston, Texas. And the question is, what is the nickname of retired NBA center Joel Prizebiller? What is the nickname of retired Ports? NBA <laughs> center Joel Prizebiller?
4: An NBA center is a person, not a building. <laughs> yes.
0: The center is the biggest guy on the court.
4: Oh, like netball.
0: Yeah, is that true? <laughs> I think the center is normally the smallest person on the court in netball.
4: They only get one letter on their bib.
0: That's true. <laughs> that is a good point. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that part of it.
4: In my mind, I'm like, oh, they're the special one. Their bibs different. <laughs>
0: Cass, let me tell you a bit while they're writing their answers. And you don't have to know about sport. It's a nickname. It could yeah. be anything. You
2: just got to know about nicknames. <laughs> you got to know about bullying. Oh, my
0: God, Adam, do you know about nicknames? <laughs> I've
2: never been given a nickname in my life that wasn't mean. <laughs> what about
0: Carnavalet? You don't need <laughs> oh, one. You are the best surname of all time. Yeah, what about you
2: well, I was once that I a bully did once call me fartinally <laughs>
0: in primary school.
2: I've got to give it to him though; <laughs> that was pretty funny.
3: <laughs> That's really solid.
1: That's, yeah, it sounds like
0: you're well equipped for this question. Then you think Joel farts Biller. done?
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. Is that your answer? Jeez, I hope you haven't put that down.
0: <laughs> Uh, Let me tell you a little bit more about this incident with uh, Napoleon and the Rabbits. Uh, This comes from Mental Floss. There are a couple versions of this story. Most agree it happened in July 1807 after Napoleon signed the Treaties of Tilsit, which ended the war between the French Empire and Imperial Russia. Looking to celebrate the Emperor proposed a rabbit hunt. Some say they organised hundreds of bunnies, while others claimed they collected as many as 3,000. When Napoleon was ready, the rabbits were released from their cages and the hunt was on. But something strange happened. The rabbits didn't scurry in fright. Instead... They bounded towards Napoleon and his men. (laughs) Hundreds of fuzzy bunnies gunned it for the world's most powerful man. Napoleon's party had a good laugh at first, but as the onslaught continued, their concern grew. (laughs) 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 The rabbits allegedly swarmed the emperor's legs and started climbing up his jacket, (laughs) which is a real sensitive spot. Yeah. Sacre bleu.
4: It's, it's wild that they're saying they're hunting the rabbits, but these are pre-hunted rabbits. If they've already caught them,
2: yeah.
4: that means they learned. Unless they
2: were in captivity. And then...
0: See the war. Fra- <laughs> so- <laughs> Napoleon tried shooing them uh, with his riding crop as his men grabbed sticks and tried chasing them. The coachmen cracked their bullwhips to scare the siege, but it kept coming.
4: That's all horse equipment. They're too small. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. That That's would have scared it. a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Not a rabbit. Napoleon retreated, fleeing to his carriage, but it didn't stop. According to historian David Chandler, with a finer understanding of Napoleonic strategy than most of his generals, the rabbit horde divided into two wings and poured around the flanks of the party and (laughs) headed for the imperial coach. (laughs) The flood of bunnies continued. Some reportedly leapt into the carriage. The attacks ceased only as the coach rolled away. They finally won by just leaving. By running. <laughs> they fled. <laughs> yeah, they fled. They got defeated. Yeah, Do you
4: reckon they've embellished this with war tactics so that it wasn't as embarrassing? <laughs> They're like, well, they were organised. <laughs> they had a plan. They, they, they were blindsided.
0: <laughs> so as it turns out, and I think Adam was about to uh, mention this, the reason for the weird event was rather than trapping wild hares, his men had bought tame rabbits from local farmers. As a result, the rabbits didn't see Napoleon... As a fearsome hunter, they saw him as a waiter bringing out the day's food. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's oh. so cute. Where's this guy's carrots? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, they or, were so excited to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it all the more embarrassing for Napoleon. <laughs> they, the rabbits just wanted a freaking vegetable or whatever.
4: <laughs> Imagine if I'm he just, just gave some of these. Yeah. He would have been fine.
0: <laughs> wow. All right, so... The answers are in for question number 4. What is the nickname of retired NBA center Joel Prizebiller? Here are your five options. The President. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Godzilla or Zilla for short. Faster James. <laughs> Uh, the vanilla gorilla <laughs> or Priza Manelli. <laughs> okay. so Joel Prizebiller, One of these five options is his real nickname. The President <laughs> Zilla after Godzilla. Faster James. <laughs> 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 the vanilla gorilla or Priser Manelli.
3: Oh, I. I think I'm going to go the Vanilla Gorilla. Okay. I think I'm going to go
2: Zilla
0: or Godzilla. Fantastic. Cool. This is such a crap shoot. This <laughs> <laughs>
2: could have been Foster James, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think we both know that is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not true.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't wait to ask questions about how that came about. But <laughs> <laughs> this is who wrote the answers. <laughs> Prize of Manali, that was the house. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. The president Also the house <laughs> okay. Oh Foster James That was Adam Cannavale <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk us through that?
2: Uh, so I was going to type Something with his name And then I thought Foster James Would be funny <laughs> okay. You well, were
0: wrong. wrong You were not wrong You were bang on I thought it might have been A LeBron James pun Or something oh, But I couldn't quite he, Figure it out does, Do they
2: compete In the same sport? <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh okay, that means two options left. And they're the two that you pick. <laughs> Zilla, named after Godzilla, which Adam selected, that was Jackson. <laughs> the correct answer is the vanilla gorilla. What'd I say? What did I say was gonna happen? And then it happened. Means <laughs> Jackson. Don't get too cocky, it's too early in the game. <laughs> Jackson pulled off an Adam there Yeah, I pulled <laughs> off an Adam.
3: Yeah, you suck shit you did a
0: Jackson. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh,
0: and Cass, I'll, I'll give him the next question, then I might get a, a score check with numbers because I've been confused by how you've been doing it so far with the <laughs> one of us is grabbing feet, one of us is the butt. I, didn't, I haven't really. It's right, I've got a system. It's <laughs> a beautiful picture you've painted. All right, here's question number five. We're past the halfway mark. There's only seven questions in the game. Oh, my God. So, three to go. Okay. This one comes from McKenna Middlebrook of Newark, New York. And the question is, which song by Frank Losa was released as an American patriotic wartime song in 1942? So, you got to give us the name of a patriotic American wartime song from 1942. Okay. And you got to know... These are normally pretty silly, but it's up to you. Do it, write it as you like. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, can be, I can be funny, I can be serious. Not everything has to be a joke. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, good to know. Well, not necessarily. you, though. Whatever, you do you.
0: <laughs> and while you're writing your answers, Cass, here's a bit more information on Joel the Vanilla Gorilla Prize Biller.
4: Oh, it makes sense when you say it all
0: together. Yeah. <laughs> so, he played 13 seasons in the NBA for Milwaukee, Atlanta, Portland, and Charlotte.
4: Is that 13 years?
0: 13 years, yeah. I don't know if it's 13 Gregorian calendar years, but it is like 13... Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I saw the light leave your eyes just then.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you need the crowd to hoot again? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Pump you back up. Bit of energy.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was just looking ahead at the next paragraph, and it is all pretty dull. (laughs) <laughs> Basketball stats. Well, we put in our answers. His other so. uh, his other, uh, his other <laughs> nickname was The Thriller, which is also pretty that good. Is good. That, that is good. Th- the, probably the most interesting fact I could find out about him was that he, his name is Joel. Okay. And he, mar- he married a woman <laughs> named Noel. <Aww.
1: laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I used to work at a cafe and there
3: was a couple and their names were both Pat. I thought that was crazy and we called them the Pats. And we hated them. <laughs> <laughs> Having a nemesis as a cafe is very. There was this older kind of like hippie couple, and they would come in, and we'd be like, "Oh, it's the Pats."
4: <laughs> Having a nemesis, it's a couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great fun. Were you in a couple that was their nemesis? No. Well, it was me and my brother. So. Yeah, that's like <laughs> <not laughs> a couple. <laughs> a couple, a couple of bros, a couple of guys. <laughs> 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 Alright, so question five is Which song by Frank Losa was released as an American patriotic wartime song in 1942? Here are your five options (laughs) Blood Upon the Rises God Bless America Open bracket And God Explode Our Enemies (laughs) Open bracket
2: All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Sorry, In- I actually didn't hear the entire thing. Yeah.
0: God bless America okay. and God explode our enemies. Beautiful. All right, sure. Uh, the third option oh, macaroni. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, fourth,
0: fourth option praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> or finally, no more Mr. Nice Uncle Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: How are they all made up?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm
3: going to assume one seems real. Oh, I'm so scared of picking your answer <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. uh, Do you need to hear him again? Or are you... yeah, yeah, let's yeah, hear, him again. <laughs> again, hear him again. We can eliminate some. All right. You got blood upon the risers. That sounds feasible. (laughs) God bless America and God explode our enemies. Less feasible. (laughs) Oh, macaroni. Oh. (laughs) There's an exclamation mark after each word. Maybe. (laughs) Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Uh. Or no more Mr. Nice Uncle Sam. I'm going to say... I'm going to say...
3: Oh, my God. I'm going to say... No, uh, no more, no more, Mister Nice Uncle Sam. I'm going for it. <laughs> okay. uh, Stab in the dark. I'm going for it. Uh, I, I scarily
2: think I know the answer oh. to this one. Oh, no. Is it praise the Lord and pass the ammunition?
3: We'll lock that in. Is that cheating if he already knows? <laughs> Being clever is yeah. not is not cheating. Seems like cheating to me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All of the answers you've known are just about army. Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> You love army. I do <laughs> love army. You're a big army man.
0: Uh, oh,
1: who's a yeah. big army man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Blood Upon the Rises was written by Adam Canavale. Okay, all right. God Bless America and God exploit Our Enemies. That was written by The House. <gasps> oh, Macaroni. Oh, that was written by Jackson.
1: <laughs> Yeah, can you
0: talk me through this? This is in the same sort of world as Faster James. I was
3: reminded for some reason that there was this guy in the 40s who wrote a bunch of novelty songs about a really rude donkey. And they all had names like that, and that's how I
0: got there. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's all pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think so. So one of you is correct, that means. Could it be Adam, who already said he knows he's correct? <laughs> oh, but how far to fall. <laughs> Jackson went with no more Mr. Nice Uncle Sam. That was the house. The, so Adam was correct. Praise the Lord and oh, pass wow, the ammunition damn. was the real song by... Do you want to hear a bar? Yeah, yeah let's Lose. hear it. Yeah.
2: It's, I, it it's gonna, you're going to laugh at the one line I know from this song. <laughs>
0: Praise <laughs> the Lord
2: and pass the ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all I know. <laughs>
4: Do you have any other lyrics for us?
0: Look, I can yeah, I can get those lyrics
2: for yeah. you. Surely, it's out of copyright, right? No <laughs> way anyone's maintaining the copyright <laughs> on praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Surely not. Are you worried Matt's going to do too perfect a
4: rendition? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wear flag <laughs> that can't this? <composers? laughs>
3: <laughs> He's going to trigger the YouTube algorithms. <laughs> can you huh? search O oh Macaroni O and see if it's a real song?
0: <laughs> I don't know how fun it is, but because Adam knows the melody or whatever, I guess you should probably sing Oh, no,
3: don't
2: do this. Adam, here we go. Don't do this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone with me? Down went the gunner, a bullet was his fate. Down went the gunner, and then the gunner's mate. Up jumped the sky, pilot gave the boys a look And manned the gun himself As he laid aside the pool, <laughs> shouting <laughs> Praise, the <Lord> <laughs> the the <ammunition. laughs> Praise the Lord, and pass the ammunition Praise <laughs> the Lord, and pass, pass the, the ammunition Praise the Lord, and pass the ammunition And we'll
3: all stay free <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done Imagine if Frank Kosef, whatever, <laughs> whoever at the song Imagine you could see this. Yeah, wow, single tear running down <laughs> yeah. his eye.
0: Holy shit! It feels like it's it's hard to go on with the game now that we've peaked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Hey, can we get a qu- speaking of peaked? Can we get a quick score check? Because are we
2: tied?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's four across the board. All right. How many it's more questions the board. do we have? Uh, so
2: two okay. final okay, questions. Two okay. How many are about army? <laughs> <laughs> and how many are about basketball?
0: <laughs> Golf. <laughs> <laughs> it was basketball, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Alright, here's question number six. This one comes from Janet McLean from London. Question is... Someone gasped. Yeah, you're not into tonight. In London? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you hear that, girl yeah, John- yeah. yeah, Someone was- London is listening to this what? podcast.
0: <laughs> the question is, which of these is a real species of fish? <laughs> so you've basically just got to write up a made-up species of okay. fish. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Uh, so the, the score check was, we're all on four? Everyone's on Holy four. Holy shit. That hasn't happened before, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we've heard the song. Do you want to hear a bit of the background of the song? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, This is from the Smithsonian. On a Sunday morning in December 1941, a chaplain had his most difficult assignment to say a prayer to sailors aboard a U.S. Navy ship actively under low-flying attack by the enemy firing from all directions. He quickly realized the best he could do was walk the ammunition line saying the phrase praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. And it just blew up. It became this thing (laughs) that army people told each other. Did you hear about that priest who said, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition? And then it blew up so much that the story became that he said, get off that gun, pass me the ammunition, I'll take him down. (laughs) All of a sudden, the priest is like shooting planes out of the sky. So it sort of blew up out of um, proportion a little bit. And it got back to Frank Loeser and he wrote the song about it. That's amazing. Yeah, but it was a big hit. Uh, It went to number one on the Billboard chart.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Isn't that wild. That's crazy. Imagine but turning the on Adamant. the radio.
2: Yeah, imagine turning on the radio, being like, yeah.
0: "Oh hell yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> honey, they're playing our jam- song." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it, it charted in the top ten with multiple different versions, different singers. It oh was my just god, a, it was a massive hit.
4: Were any of them top ten at the same time?
0: Ah, uh, no, it wasn't a, a ah. Macarena-style <laughs> scenario. Is that what you're thinking? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Been thinking about the Macarena ever since your answer. Well,
3: I found out somebody messaged me um, that Oh Macaroni isn't a song, but Raw Macaroni is.
1: Okay. So I was kind you're of You're getting bright.
0: feedback from the room? From the crowd, yeah. <laughs> I, for a second there, I'm like, someone's listening from, oh, over there. I'm like, how have they already got the, oh, It's out. It's yeah. It. <laughs> Question number six, second last question. It's tense, and w- everything's on the line. It, ever, now.
3: it really is. I mean, if I was, if I'd been consistently losing, that, <laughs>
0: this would be fine. But the fact that I'm, I'm up there, and we hadn't discussed payment yet. But I was thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe the winner gets paid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad point. <laughs>
2: I don't like this. You set the rules and
0: determine <laughs> who gets paid. I'm like, oh no, they were wrong again. Be no. nice to your boss. <laughs> no, I, I think I think we'll we'll all get paid fairly. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> 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 so here is question number six. Which of these is a real species of fish? Here are your five options. Okay. Spiny lump sucker. <laughs> Spiky nutfish, <laughs> double swing fing marlin, <laughs> yummy fish, <laughs> or finally glob flibberly flob Lob Fish.
3: Okay, uh- what, a- what am I to do with this? <laughs> yes. what, a- what am I to do with any of these?
4: This one, it was really hard to keep a straight face when you sent your answers. <laughs> I was like, I can't laugh. I give it a-. no. I couldn't. I couldn't have given it away.
3: <laughs> Can I get the first? I'll give well, you
2: all,
0: like of,
3: like,
2: all of them. Uh, yeah, of any course. one
0: of them could be it. I <laughs> don't right. think
3: it's the global, global, global,
2: global fish. Oh, yeah, I'm, that's actually my front runner, right?
0: Now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got spiny lump sucker. Okay. Spiky nutfish. Okay. Double swing fin marlin. It can't be the double swing. <laughs> yummy fish, or glob flibbly flob blubber lob fish. You know something? I realize I keep doing. I keep conferring with you. I
3: keep being like, <laughs> that's good. "Do you reckon it's this, Adam?" <laughs> Oh, we're back to a foot five. Oh, we're back. Oh, yay! We're working together. (laughs) That's
2: how you play the game. Maybe if we figure out how to tie, we can both get paid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: We gotta be so careful. Okay, I think there could be a.
0: What was the first one? Spiny Lump
3: Sucker. I think there could be a fish that's spiny and sucks lumps. So I'm going Spiny Lump Sucker. I'm, baby, put me in down for glibbly glib glob
0: one, whatever that
2: is. I'm throwing caution to the wind. That can't be right. What are it, you doing? I mean, it literally could. <laughs> All
0: right, let's go oh, through the answers man. then. Uh, the Double Swing Finn Marlin. That was written by the house. Okay. Woo-hoo! Great fish. Good fish. I Love saw them. a I saw a, a movie poster of Wayne's World when I was writing it. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and sort of. That's if you want to know my process. <laughs> yeah, the yummy fish that was written by Adam.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's fair so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: spiky nut fish that was written by Jackson. Ooh. So that means one of you has picked a house answer. One of you has picked the correct answer. <laughs> How you feeling, Adam? <laughs> oh,
2: about the same as I felt before. <laughs>
0: The glob-flibbly-flob-blob-a-lob fish was written by the house, meaning the correct answer <laughs> oh. is the spiny lump sucker. Oh.
3: It's so bad to be in the
2: lead, dude. Well, you're not... The house is in the, the is, yeah, lead. Yeah, but between us.
0: So that's one point to which the house yeah. and the Jackson.
3: House and Jackson are tied. Oh, it's bad. I need to be on the bottom. <laughs> I, can't, it, I, I I suffer at the top.
0: That <laughs> means going into the final round, anyone could be the outright winner. Because two points are up for grabs, of course. Well Adam would have to try harder.
3: <laughs> well, he would, he'd have to get two right. No, I have to get well, one to, right
2: yeah, and you have uh, to yeah, guess it. Yeah, exactly. Mine. Yeah.
0: yeah, the odds are in my favor. Yeah, because you're cause you're leading. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that is typically how it works, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's go to the house! <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, man, that's so funny. All right. (laughs) Did you hear someone said you got this? It's the best. I've never felt like I've been playing college football in America before,
1: but it feels awesome. All
0: right, the final question comes from Faye Johns in Queensland. That didn't get a gasp. (laughs) London got a gasp. Queensland, dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) The
3: hell's that about...
0: The question is, what is the plot? What's the synopsis of the 1964 film Lemonade Joe? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've loved this. I'm going to need a minute. Yeah, i going
0: to need a moment. So you might need a little bit more time to write this one out, obviously. These will be the longest answer of the night.
3: So you've
4: got a lot of facts about that fish?
0: <laughs> I do, Cass, and I've got to tell you, it's not that interesting, so... Um... <laughs> Feel free to jump in whenever you like. Oh, some of it's a bit of fun. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is according to Scientific American. Uh, they come. These, this is about the spiny lump suckers. <laughs> they come in various sizes, some adorable, such as the Pacific spiny lump sucker, which on average grows to around 2.5 centimetres long. you got to see them as well. They're just basically a, a circle, a cylinder. Oh, so no, they're like, a uh, lump
4: that sucks. They don't suck a lump.
0: Th- psych, they're a, what's the word? Cylinder? Per, or, or, like a ball. Sphere? Sphere, thank you. (laughs) I'm not good at maths. All right. (laughs) So they're
4: they're a kind Uh, of fish.
0: But there's a version of them as well, the Cyclopterus lumpus, which can get as long as 55 centimetres. Jesus. (laughs) An important part of Icelandic cuisine for centuries, the males are considered a delicacy, while the females apparently taste horrible. (laughs) And a pro... (laughs) Uh, but they are sold for their eggs Um, they make good money for their row they're pretty awful swimmers thanks to their round bodies and tiny fins and when disturbed they tend to flap around aimlessly in different directions (laughs) 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 no they're very oh no yeah you're right unflappable that's fair I don't know are they very flappable or are they unflappable (laughs) I should have just said what you said was better. i try to fact check your. Um, Actually, I think people find they're very flappable. No, you're right. They're unflappable. They can't flap.
4: Can't flap. Well, it sounds like they can flap. They just can't.
0: It's That's not, what, a, productive I, it's not yeah. a
4: productive flap. It's not a productive flap. It's
0: a shit flap. Shit flap. Shit flap. Okay,
4: fantastic. So the spiny lump sucker also known as shit flaps. <laughs>
0: yeah. As adults, they'll spend much of their lives in the open ocean, the females ending up significantly larger than the males. Nice. (laughs) And significantly less interested in parental obligations. In fact, the males pretty much do all the parenting. Is that why they can't swim? (laughs) During the breeding season, lump sucker males and females migrate inshore to meet and spawn. The males will arrive before the females so they have enough time to prepare a suitable nest, usually in a bedrock crevice. Once the females arrive, carrying around 100,000 to 350,000 eggs each, they'll deposit a batch in the nest of their choice and leave.
4: I'm sorry, they're carrying 300,000 eggs and you're like, they don't really do much
0: in the way of parenting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were an ally. (laughs) I'm (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm
0: reading off the website Scientific American. I'm not... I obviously think they do a fantastic job. (laughs) (laughs) But they drop them off and leave, never be seen again. Yeah.
4: Um, Oh, yeah. Well, the dad found a hole in a wall. (laughs) Parent of the year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Cass, I haven't told you all the things that the dads do. Oh, Yeah. The males then use their suction discs to anchor themselves next to their brood and spend the next three to eight weeks defending the eggs, ensuring they get enough oxygen by waving water over them with their fins.
4: Oh, so the fins do do something. (laughs) They're perfect for giving your babies air.
0: (laughs) Once the eggs hatch, the males then leave to live a solitary life in the open ocean.
2: Oh, just Let's hanging
4: out. <laughs> the ultimate man cave. <laughs> men being men. <laughs> just guys.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd, I'd recommend you looking them up. They're they're great looking fish. Right. They can suck a lump like <laughs> it's <laughs> nobody's <laughs> business. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll. All right. So y- your answers Boy, are yeah. in for the final question.
3: You confident in your answer, Adam? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. The question is, what is the plot of the 1964 film Lemonade Joe? Here is your first option. Four children make fast friends with a charming hobo who knows the location of a secret lemon orchid. orchard. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's the, the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, are they both trees? It's an orchard, orchid. right? Orchard or- kind of tree, yeah. 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 Together, they create a fast selling immensely popular lemonade whilst dodging the police and Lemonade Joe's fiery (laughs) (laughs)
1: ex-wife.
0: That's option one. Okay. Option two. Joe is an average guy running the lemonade stand at Yankee Stadium. After an accident, he gains an incredibly powerful pitching arm. Soon, Lemonade Joe is the star pitcher for the Yankees poor hot damn! <laughs> uh, that's option two. Option three: a sharp-shooting lemonade-drinking cowboy hero comes to town to save the day. In response, the townspeople open an all-lemonade saloon, which angers the local whiskey barons.
3: If that movie's not real, it needs to be.
0: <laughs> that's option three. Option four: oh, yeah. Lemonade Joe is an educational film about the dangers of socialism. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: titular Joe struggles to make any money as he is forced to comply with The Dangerous Mother, a stand-in for the 1960s socialist-style committee rule. The movie concludes with Joe deciding that he is much happier and better off in the United States of America. When did Lemonade Joe come out? 1964. Okay. okay. <laughs> or finally... Joe was born with a rare condition. He was made entirely of lemonade.
2: (laughs) How would you do that in a 1964 movie? How do you, how does that, how does that come through?
0: (laughs) His family needs to do whatever it takes to protect him. Otherwise, the thirsty town bully will make good on his threat
1: (laughs) of drinking
0: him to death.
3: Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can we get those again, please? (laughs) Do you
0: want to get in full? All right. Four children make fast friends with the charming hobo who knows the location of a secret lemon orchard. Together, they create a fast-selling, immensely popular lemonade whilst dodging the police and Lemonade Joe's fiery (laughs) ex-wife. Joe is an average guy running the lemonade stand at Yankee Stadium. After an accident, he gains an incredibly powerful pitching arm. Soon, Lemonade Joe is the star pitcher for the Yankees. A sharp shooting, lemonade-drinking cowboy hero comes to town to save the day. In response, the townspeople open an all-lemonade saloon, which angers the local whiskey barons. (laughs) Lemonade Joe is an educational film about the dangers of socialism. The titular Joe struggles to make any money as he is forced to comply with the Dangerous Mother, a stand-in for 1960s Soviet-style committee rule. The movie concludes with Joe deciding that he is much happier and better off in the United States of America. (laughs) Hey, no more Mr. Nice, Uncle Sam. (laughs) Or finally, Joe was born with a rare condition. He is made entirely of lemonade. His family needs to do whatever it takes to protect him. Otherwise, the thirsty town bully will make good on his threat of drinking him to death. Okay. Oh, this is so hard.
2: I'm going to guess that it's the softball pitcher,
0: the guy who gets in an accident and gets a superpower. Okay. I'm going to go the (laughs) communism one. Communism? Uh, Was that the one where it was made of lemonade? Yeah. (laughs) No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Tragically not. Okay.
3: Unless that was about communism, him being made of lemonade? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Someone uh, in the Oh, audience. my God.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, my
2: God. I finally get it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the only person who's seen Lemonade Joe, but now they get it. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh. Of
0: course. And are, and are you locking in that baseball one, Adam? He's sad. You got, what are you doing? <laughs> giving him an out.
2: Uh, but it could go either way. <laughs> Why what would he be it's... trying to trick you? I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm
0: asking all of it. You, you both locked Yeah, I'm going maid eliminate.
2: I'm going maid eliminate.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: are you sure? <laughs> it's
0: got to be one of them.
2: <laughs> How could it not be? What was the first one?
0: <laughs> uh, the first one was uh, four children make fast friends with a charming hobo. Whoa, that sounds too much like Jackson, though.
2: <laughs> oh, will go that one then.
0: <laughs> All right, now I feel like I've confused you. you, you yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you. I'll give you a quick version of each H-M, one, okay, and, okay, okay, okay. and then you make your choice. Okay. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. Okay, I, should, I didn't mean to get it's in your head. Okay. <laughs> this is meant to be fun. You got in his head.
3: You're right in the game. I meant to be getting in his head. I've not done any of
0: that. <laughs> So we had the four children making fast friends with a charming hobo making lemonade. We had the, uh, guy who ends up playing for the Yankees have the lemonade drinking cowboy hero coming to save the day. We have the educational film about the dangers of socialism. And we have Joe being born with a rare condition. He's made entirely of lemonade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it the cowboy?
3: Oh. I'm really stressed that you haven't ever, in picking all of them, picked the communism one. Well, one of them had to be lost. <laughs> that one sounded like you. <laughs> yeah.
0: What are you locking in? A,
2: j- made a lemonade. Made a lemonade. Yeah. I should have yeah.
3: stayed with that. It's a, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe okay. I can make a lemonade too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go through the answers. Jeez, <laughs> uh, you know Jackson well. Four children make fast friends with a charming hobo. That was Jackson. <laughs> oh.
3: How did you know? What about
2: that gave it away? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
2: got you written all over. You might as well signed Jackson Bailey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it the fiery ex-wife? <laughs> oh yeah,
2: <laughs> it was. Every element of
0: it, every word was more Jackson than the last. To be okay. honest, uh, lemonade. Joe becoming the star pitcher. That was the house. Ooh. I basically was that. What did I guess again? <laughs> That's what you How I get. You bad news. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guess first. That, I just ripped off the the plot of uh, Rookie of the Year and moved it to the 90s. But only had an accident. He didn't. He didn't run a lemonade stand. All right. Okay. Um, so of the last three, we had Joe was born with a rare condition. He's made entirely of lemonade. That was the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we gave the house two fucking yeah, points, dude. Fucked up, man. That's,
0: That's one point for the house. I'm so so sad you didn't. Jackson, mate, Jackson, it's either the socialism film or the cowboy film is the correct answer. Unfortunately, it is the cowboy film. No! Meaning Adam gets a point there from Jackson as well. One point to the house, one point to Adam. Uh, But the correct answer was it was a Czechoslovakian film. (laughs) And it was a communist propaganda film.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> that person was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was all about, you know, commercialism. The, the soft drink in the film was like uh, a parody of Coca-Cola. Yeah, of, course, and, of course, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. Mm. It was their official, Czechoslovakia's official submission for the 37th Academy Awards foreign language <laughs> category. <laughs> and, uh, Did it, it was, win? It yeah, was, how'd it do? It was rejected. <laughs> oh. Oh. But apparently in the 80s, Mikhail Gorbachev introduced measures to limit Soviet alcohol consumption, and he got the nickname Lemonade Joe. (laughs) It was so popular. Oh, that's great. That's so good. Time Out magazine called it one of the strangest films ever (laughs) made. (laughs) All right, Cass, uh, I guess it's time for the final score check, and I I don't like winning this game, and I hope I didn't, but let's see how it went.
1: (laughs) Well,
4: I've got great news. None of you are going to be happy. (laughs) In equal last place, <laughs> you've got Adam and Jackson on five yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you,
0: could, you could you you could call that equal second place.
4: No no I, I could have. <laughs> and first place on six points is the house. Woo! Woo!
0: Well deserved.
3: Yeah, the house. <laughs> Absolutely deserves those points.
0: Jeez, that was clever. Could have gone anyway. <laughs> could have gone anyway. Finally, the house wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, before we finish up, do you want to tell the listeners at home or the listeners in the room where they can find you, Jackson B? Sure. If you want to find me, I'm
3: on Twitter at All Dogs Are Dead. Uh But I also do a bunch of podcasts. If you go to sanspantsradio.com, I'm on the podcast Plumbing the Death Star, Thumb cramps Spaceless Speculation, d and for Nerds, and maybe some others that I've forgotten. <laughs> um, but yeah, go search for them wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm all over it. Uh,
2: I'm at Retro Archetype on any media. Uh, not just one. I didn't... I don't want anyone else to find me anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you get Twitter. That's it. Uh, I'm also at Sans-Pans Radio. It's Uh I do all of the D&D content. <laughs> all of it.
0: You also are the uh, do go on D and D guy. Yes. What do you call the guy? Does it the Dungeon Man?
1: Dungeon Man. <laughs> yeah, got it be right. Yeah.
0: Mr. Mr. Dungeon. <laughs> <Yeah, Mr. laughs> <laughs> Johnny Dungeon. Sometimes. <laughs>
2: Jimmy Dungeon. Johnny Foster Ju- Jimmy Dungeon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we ever play again, I'm I'm making my character's name Joe Lemonade. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's an incredible name. <laughs> yeah. Wow! How about you, Cass?
4: Um, I'm at Cass, Cass page on everything, and you can find me on the same website. And I do being hot is hard. Shut up a second, and D and for nerds.
0: Awesome! You can find out about me at mattstewartcomedy dot com. Uh, if you're in the UK, London. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they weren't oh, sure which boom. anime yeah, what, They what
0: had to lose
3: you They had to, to lose you, you but right? they do love London so <laughs> It's complicated
0: So yeah we're going to be doing uh, six states in the UK In November so details for all that In the show notes I suppose um, Thanks everyone for listening Big round of applause for all your guests tonight <laughs> Joel Doucher for setting it up The bar staff and yourselves <laughs> I've been Matt Stewart See you next time spiny yeah, love.